What's up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis, and you are watching and listening to The Carmine Davis Show. What the fuck is up, bitch? That's the puppies. Forgive me if you hear that, but that's my dogs and running around or whatever. But what the fuck's been up? I've been gone for like two weeks. Um, it was supposed to only be a week. Uh, I, I did a kind of a renaissance week. <laughs> I took off to listen to the renaissance album. And then I came back the following week, right? And was going to tell you guys about my thoughts about the show. I mean, the, the album. And I hated the footage. I hated the... I was just exhausted, actually. I had been running around. Um, I was a little bit under the weather. I had a lot of stuff going on. I didn't look cute, and I didn't feel cute. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just kind of move on from it. If you want, I think I'm going to release the audio of my renaissance. Uh, immediate knee-jerk observations. And I think I might release it like in some exclusive or something like that. So just kind of stay tuned for that. But... We're gonna keep it moving. Renaissance is amazing. We love the album. It made me feel like a Beyonce Beehive member all over again. I felt like I was when I was when I when I was younger. I was the biggest Beyonce fan of all time. And now Renaissance, I, I kind of tapered off of her. I couldn't relate to her music. I thought it was kind of bland. I was gonna be honest. I felt like everything after B Day and Single Ladies was kind of bland. Except for Party. Some songs were like really, really good. But for the most part, I just wasn't feeling Beyonce anymore. But I talk about that on the um, other episode that I did. And I will link that or probably click. It'll probably be in the description box. I'll probably just release it. Like the, the, the podcast audio episode. And you guys will be able to hear all that. And what my thoughts about that. But we're going to move on. So before we do all that, if you're new to the show... Make sure you smash that subscribe button, that bell button. Uh, follow, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I don't do it for my fucking help, okay? Like, tap in with me. So many people watch the show, but why are we still like 200, 300 subscribers on YouTube? That is so fucking whack. YouTube is the lowest that I have on the totem pole as far as subscriptions and followers. And I get that everybody doesn't like look or subscribe. Fuck that. Follow, subscribe. Review this podcast. Make sure you guys follow and rate and review this podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, Good Pods, Amazon uh, Music, wherever this show or wherever you're listening to the show. Tap in. Let me know that you feel me. We're going to move right along to this week's hot topics. And speaking of Beyonce, child, like, we talked about all the drama. Uh, I talked about all the drama last week about what was going on with her police, um, what was going on with, like, her numbers streaming the credits people coming for this girl's credits and all that she finally credits people and now they're coming for her like it's it's been a thing but one in particular like song on the album church girl has been causing a lot of mayhem now let's i want to start off by saying beyonce is like me we were raised christian baptist but we ain't christian like that like we ain't like that you know what i'm saying like we know the lord we love him Thank God, you know, we love you, Lord. But that's some holy roly type of shit. Church girls, twerk, dance. If you really were raised in a Baptist church, you know, them the, the best step, the, the best uh, uh, club, 
twerkers, they're the best at all that freaky shit. You know, let's just be real about it. So writing the song about it is it's just kind of tongue-in-cheek. I thought the song was really funny, and I actually love the song. It was one of my favorite songs, actually. And Tank agrees. According to lovebeescott.com, uh, Tank defends Beyonce after Bishop condemns her thotty record, Church Girl. Um, Bishop Patrick Wooden Sr., president and CEO of the Upper Room, uh, Kojic, was not too happy with Beyonce's song, Church Girl, with Tunky Clark's sample on her new album, Renaissance. Uh, Singer-songwriter Tank issued a reminder that when it comes to judgment, it's best for to let him who is without sin cast the first stone. The R&B crooner doled out the biblical lesson, which is anchored on the scripture, John 8-7, in defense of Beyonce on Friday, August the 12th. Heading into the weekend, the Renaissance singer found herself the target of the speech by Bishop Patrick L. Wooden Sr. that condemned her for the, her song, Church Girl. The Upper Room Church on God in Christ leader accused the Grammy Award-winning singer of releasing sacrilegious, um, sacri- sacrilegious music and heavy, having lyrics that were nothing short of discretion. Discretion. On the record, Beyonce sings, Nobody Can Judge You But Me, I Was Born Free, Church Girls Acting Loose, Bad Girls Acting Snotty, along with a host of other flirty and thotty lyrics. The song is reminiscent of a church song as well as the hip-hop and up-tempo dance vibe. It also samples Sinner of Thy Will, a song that was made famous by gospel singing duo the Clark Sisters in the 80s. Uh, Bishop Wooden held nothing back when, no- when no- noting how offensive the song was and how offensive offended he was by the sample. Um, to sample the song of a real church lady, Tookie Clark, I don't know whether she knew what she was going to do with the song or not, but she knows she's not saying. I pray to God that a stiff denunciation of what she did with that song is put out. It shows that we are not speaking up. Nobody respects the church, wouldn't declare. Tank, who has openly shared that he grew up in a church environment, jumped to the alien superstar singer's defense by reminding Wooden that his own salvation would be a greater concern than that of Beyonce's. Who are you pastors to question the salvation of Beyonce? He asks, he continued, who gives you the authority and that right to question what she believes in her heart because of a song on top of a Clark Sisters record? I agree. Um, then when we, vocalists further added that the judgment that you have cast, assuming that this woman has sold her soul to the devil, immediately condemning her to hell, where did you find this position? Who gave you God's position? Um, you can watch um, both of Hank's reaction and the bishop's reaction in the description below. Click the links below. Uh, and I agree with my Capricorn brother Tank immediately. Like, I think we've talked a lot on the show about religious figures keeping their head in from their high horse, condemning everyday people who sin just like they do, right? There are church women out there who do shake their ass and they do it well. Everybody ain't always been saved. You know, I used to, I was raised in church as well, and nothing was as steamy, as spicy, as scandalous as those testimonies, right? I mean, I'm talking about these women were hoes, pimps, bitches on the street, thugs, uh, they, they steal, they kill, they rob. They are not above anything. It's just that they have dedicated their lives to the Lord, right? And we should honor that but that doesn't mean that they don't dance they don't get down and that's the whole point of the song it was cute 
church girls acting loose, bad girls acting snotty. Like, it was about how music, to me, the song was about how music can really change you and move you into making you do things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's not that deep. And the fact that people have taken, people have sampled gospel music and hip-hop a lot, okay? And R&B a lot. So the fact that Beyonce is always the catalyst for a lot of conversation and a lot of backlash is not uh, unfamiliar to us. You know, one thing we have to give it to her is that, that this bitch can literally just do anything and it's caused a lot of drama, uh, conversation, tweets, media, uh, backlash, all these things. And that's word to Beyonce, powerful having conversations like this. The fact that a bishop will come out and condemn Beyonce for writing a song that's really not a bad message. It's not saying, and it's almost like a nursery rhyme almost. It's silly. It's, it's, it's not that big of a fucking deal. And for people to behave the way they've been behaving about the song, it's crazy to me. I think people need to relax, enjoy the music, and, and worry about what's going on in your church. Worry about what's happening in your home, pastor. Uh, last, a couple weeks ago, I talked about how the priest was condemning a particular church and about hanging Black Lives Matters and Trans Lives and Gay Lives Matters flags out there. I think you religious figure people have just gotten out of hand. I think y'all are not in touch with the day today. Y'all are not in touch with yourselves. You know, you know, Pastor, that nobody shakes ass at the First Lady. Nobody does. And that's what the song is pretty much about. Like, it's okay. I was born free. Nobody can judge me but me. I was born free. I, I don't understand the issue. <laughs> I don't. If you understand the issue, are you, are you Christian? Do you think that people need to leave certain songs and certain... I, I don't know how people... And the, and the Clark sisters, they're not saved like that neither. They're hoes too. Like, I, because they do music of a certain genre does not, the, it does not make them saints. The same way as Beyonce doing secular music does not make her a sinner. I'm sure Beyonce has done more for the community, has been more Christ-like and behaved in a manner which God would want his children to move like more than a lot of these hoes singing gospel records. Mary Mary, y'all saw that reality show. Them bitches clown on that show, okay? They don't act like church girls. Do you know what I'm saying? Leave a comment below. If you feel me, do you feel like music should be, there's certain music that should be sacred? Do you feel like it's a free-for-all? You should be able to express yourself how you want. Leave a comment, tap in below. Uh, we're going to move on. That you can hear everybody keeps fucking texting me and I can never do anything. Um, but I really don't. We're going to move on, okay? Uh, the next hot topic is about one of the mainstays on our show, R. Kelly, okay? So, um, lovebyscott.com, this is from lovebyscott.com, R. Kelly's fiance, Jocelyn Savage, says she's pregnant with singer's child in new book. Now, I've seen all you guys on Twitter. Uh, by the way, pause. 
Before we go any further, make sure you guys tap in with me on all my social, twitter.com slash Carmine Davis, um, instagram.com slash Carmine Davis, instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show. Tap in with me on all those socials. I'll tap back. Uh, let me know what you think about the show. I love reading y'all's comments and saying all these sweet things about the show. I appreciate y'all. But I've noticed a lot on Twitter how people are talking about this, and we're gonna we're gonna dive right into it. Okay, so our Kelly's fiance and one of his alleged victims, Jocelyn Savage, says she's pregnant with his child in her new book. Savage, who according to court documents that surfaced last month, is engaged to disgrace singer release the 11-page book print length of had 24 pages on Amazon on Friday, promising a second part next year. In the book, the 25-year-old claims that she is several months pregnant and found out only a few months after the 55-year-old Kelly sent her an engagement ring. Months later, I began expecting severe, expecting severe morning sickness, and I was unsure was wrong with my body. I thought I had contracted COVID-19, but the most amazing news of all that I was expecting. Wait, she's excited about this shit? Okay. She said it was a happy day, but an incomplete time in my life. Today, I'm grateful to God for giving me the most precious gift. Robert is extremely excited about the news that I'm having a baby and feels sad that Robert will not be able to be there with us. As pointed out by TMZ, she does not explain how she's pregnant as Kelly has been behind bars for the past year. Thank you! Like, an image of a sonogram is included in the book, which Savage told New York Post was the only image he approved for publication. Savage added that she is hoping for him to be released and prepared for new beginnings. In court documents, Savage sent to a federal judge prior to Kelly's sentencing she revealed that they are allegedly engaged. My name is Jocelyn Savage, and I'm Robert Kelly's fiance. She wrote in June 13th letter to U.S. District Judge Ann Donnelly. I'm writing this letter in support of Robert in advance of his sentencing so I can explain to the court that I am not the victim that the government has portrayed me to be. He was sentenced to 30 years in prison following his 2021 conviction in lynch. Um, that poor alleged baby. Look. This is this is the shit. This type of shit is I can see why y'all y'all fuck with me. And y'all don't fuck with me. Because I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a thousand percent about R. Kelly, right? And a lot of you bitches at home are denials, delusions, and um and deception is what all of this is about. See, this bitch is crazy. And all of them bitches were crazy. I knew they were crazy when they were fighting and that niggas, um, when they were getting evicted out that motherfucking apartment at the Trump. I knew them bitches was insane. So, it makes me wonder, like, like, bitch, do you think that we can't map or... Do you really believe that you are pregnant by R. Kelly and you want Bitch, if you are pregnant by R. Kelly, you're having a toddler. I, 
the thing about bitches who are like, I want to start by saying I'm fuck nigga free, right? And that's the way to be. I'm not about to have no nigga tell me, piss on my head and tell me that it's raining outside. Um, I'm not about to have no nigga have me bending over backwards so he can give me a place to stay. I'm not about to write no 12-page book on Amazon, right, and post it full of deceit, deny, you know, delusions, and disgrace. Like, I'm not about to do that. I'm not about to embarrass my motherfucking self for any nigga ever, right? This is for me, you bitches don't, don't, don't see eye to eye. No niggas ever work you coming out there looking like a damn fool on any platform, anywhere. You bitches are hunting niggas down, hiding in cars, uh, uh, jumping uh, out of trunks and shit, following niggas, believing, believing that this nigga is guilty of any of that shit is crazy. The fact that you want us, bitch, to believe that you are pregnant with R. Kelly's child. We've been following this story since like the beginning, right? Like, it seems like you're ready, Saga. Um, season two, I want y'all to listen to that. Listen, I understand that R. Kelly is not rats type. I believe that the issue that we are having or the the our colors should do the time. But I feel like we don't we have niggas like we should, right? I don't believe that we give the rehabilitation that we need to give, especially black men in the court system. We just throw them in there, not really get them, not even sure if they understand why they're there, right? Um, they do their time, they come out, we throw them out into the real world, expect them to rehabilitate themselves. Um, this person is clearly delusional, R. Kelly. R. Kelly's, I don't like to use the R word, um, but he's slow, you know what I'm saying? And I now want to kind of, he can't be too slow. Because he's, he's got this bitch's mind so fucked up that she wants us to believe that she's got a 12-page book, 24 pages, a coloring book, basically, and that she's pregnant with this nigga's baby who's been locked away for a year, but probably didn't see her months prior, right? And then... If, okay, let's say she wrote the book a long time ago. And the only thing she can produce is a sonogram photo. Like, people be scaring me. Because sometimes I be thinking to myself, like, you, you ever hear some dumb shit? And you're just like, well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm stupid. But no, bitch, you're not going to get me. This is all crazy and it's like a weird circus, but this is some shit that happens every single day. Like, a lot of you bitches at home are getting fooled by some R. Kelly type of niggas, and because you're a dumbass, going around here being a dumbass, you expect everybody else to believe on your dumbass bullshit. Like, 
I had a friend actually who was so always so wrapped up in the niggas, these disgusting, disgraceful niggas that she always was around, right? And that she always did, she abandoned her jobs. She would quit going to work if the nigga told her to. She would, like, and meanwhile, none of these niggas have jobs. Nothing. No job. They're ex-cons. They're living on her motherfucking house, in her couch. All this. If that nigga told her, stay at home, she would stay at home. Your job sucks. You know, you ain't shit, bitch. But she believed that shit. She believed that shit. And would cry. He leaked video footage of her crying, begging for him to stay. When this bitch got her own car, her own house, her own life, her own child to be worried about, stigmatized. To the point where she started lying to me, started lying to everybody around her about her life, about the things that he said. This motherfucker was in a really deep situation that she knew about. And she was bailing him out of jail with her, with her um, uh, uh, motherfucking money. What was it? The um, her her stimulus check. She used that stimulus check. Ain't working. She's not working, right? She used her stimulus check to bail this nigga out and didn't know how she was gonna pay rent. She got put out her motherfucking shit and still didn't get the nigga. So I say I spill all that business, right? To say you bitches need to get your shit together. Focus on you. If you're weak in the mind, if you know that, go see a therapist. Go talk to somebody. Don't let no nigga drag you through the dirt. It's okay to be, it's okay to be weak. A lot of us are sometimes. Like we a nigga can sometimes get to you and get the best of you and make you believe that the sky is green and the, the, the grass is blue. And you know what I mean? And like that's okay. Go see a therapist. Get your medication. Do what you have to do to hold on to reality and not let some nigga take you back and forth. Because they will. And in this case with R. Kelly. And Miss Savage or whatever the fuck going on, this bitch thinks that this nigga is God. Christ. Nigga. Ain't got you pregnant by immaculate conception, bitch. You were not, and then you can't make it seem like you got pregnant on a conjugal visit, bitch. What? Come on. You're engaged. And then you wrote a, a book, a, a coloring book about a pamphlet about it. Girl, somebody better talk to her before I do. I'm I'm about to write this bitch on on Instagram because I can't. I cannot. I can't. Somebody got to talk to her. Oh my god. And y'all laugh and people want to talk about it, but there are bitches like she, she's, she's a lot of bitches are like this and they're living like this and we know them. We know them. And you know them. Come on now. Some of you bitches are that. All right. Man, listen. Um, because I didn't,
But I'm so my my blood pressure's boiling. I don't mean to tell all that girl's business, but whatever. It's true though. Alright, let's move on. According to Lovey Scott, but before we do, you know, make sure you you follow, subscribe, rate and review this podcast. You know, I don't do it for my health. And tap in when we leave a comment. Are you a dumb bitch? Are you a dumb bitch? Comment below about your dumb bitch ways. Like, help us understand, right? If you know a dumb bitch, tell it. Tell it. What was the craziest story that a bitch has ever told you about a nigga? I want to hear it. Leave a comment below. It's time to talk about it. Like, stop all that. Oh, we stop shaming people. Stop shaming people. Stop shaming people. You bitches need to be ashamed. Y'all, and then you bitches screaming, stop shaming people, need to be ashamed. But letting your friends, your sisters, your aunties, your mothers run around here, dumb as fuck. These babies need help. They need professional help. Like, stop. Someone go get Jocelyn. And that brings my point back to what I was talking about, that they were broken before they got to R. Kelly. He knew his victims, because he's kind of slow too, so he went and found some slower bitches, locked them in a house, and made them pee in buckets. These bitches sharing a, a, a thousand square feet apartment in a truck, sharing R. Kelly, and they think that they live in high, high life. Bitch, are you fucking kidding me? Now you want to convince us that you're pregnant? You ain't seen that nigga in years. Come on, man. Come on. Okay, moving on. Lovebyscott.com is the last one. I gotta go. I'm hungry. I'm getting irritable. Okay, say what now? Man allegedly calls 911 over cold McDonald's fries. Is arrested in connection with murder. Please. Please. Okay, 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 okay. Calm down. A dispute over cold McDonald's fries ended with a police chase and the arrest of a murder suspect out on bomb who failed to appear in court. I want to start by saying, fuck 12, right? So I'm, <laughs> I want to start there. But God damn, like I cannot help you, nigga, if you're the one who called the police on your motherfucking self. But we're gonna read it and we're gonna judge afterwards, okay? Her report from regional Georgia outlet, the Macon Telegraph Police in Kennesaw, claimed that 24 year old Antoine Sims had called law enforcement after allegedly being served cold fries at a local McDonald's. What? Since I've seen it um, over here and um, since shared body camera footage, further claims a restaurant worker refused to replace his food following the cold fries allegations that he called the police. Job! The owner of the McDonald's location, however, disputed this account, alleging instead that Sims had tossed a drink at him and been asked to leave the restaurant. At some point, responding officers were made privy to the fact that Sims was out on bond at the time and had an active warrant for his arrest. Per the Telegraph, this was in connection with a 2018 incident in which a woman's body had been found in a burning car. 
the database discovery of the failure to appear warrant and subsequent informing of Sims by officers inspired a brief foot chase after which cops used a taser on Sim before ultimately arresting him. Thank God they just tased his ass and got him arrested. Shout out to um, the Lincoln Police Department for doing something right. Because I'm going to be honest right now, I would have shot that nigga. Like, no fucking way. Like, no way, bitch. No fucking way. Okay. Online jail records from the Cobb County Sheriff's Office showed that Sims was still in custody at the time of, his, of this writing. Uh, Complex has reached out to the Kennesaw Police Department for additional comment. Okay, so the Kennesaw Police Department, excuse me. Cold fries, meanwhile, were recently at the center of another widely aggregated news story, this time in Brooklyn. In that incident, a 23-year-old McDonald's employee was shot in the neck by a man whose mother had previously gotten into an alleged argument over fry temperatures. The man later died. Okay, so listen. And I'm going to wrap this up because I need to get something to eat. I need to get some fries, which I don't care how they come. Cold, lukewarm, I'm hungry. Okay, so I'm going to say the problem here is poverty. I would never, never, even when I didn't have a dime, when I was going to McDonald's with the change back in the day, when I was a kid, there was nothing in me that made me want to fight, to shoot, to scream about some motherfucking dollar fries. But that's me. You know, that's me. Two, mental health. In the black community, I keep talking about it. This show is pro-black, pro-gay, and pro-woman, right? Black. Niggas. <laughs> Listen to me. Go get help. Go see a therapist. Stop it. Stop letting y'all's crazy cousins get away with shit because he just crazy. Get that nigga some help. Right now. Today. If you want to see him make it, go get him some help. Because to be that upset and that distraught about any motherfucking thing is inside. Let alone some mother you you some fries. This nigga, you having a warrant about you killing a woman in her car. You burned her car down, allegedly. With her in it. And you got the time to get in a tussle about some motherfucking McDonald's fries? About how hot they were throwing drinks, which I believe he threw that motherfucking drink at them. You motherfuckers are so goddamn ignorant sometimes. Getting into it with a drive-thru worker about any motherfucking is a sign of mental unrest. You might not have a mental disorder, you know, you might not be bipolar or any of those things, but you are, you need to go lay down and kick up your feet so you can stop fucking tripping, okay? This is out of hand. Stop assaulting workers. Stop it. No matter, I don't give a shit. If that bitch didn't throw nothing at you, she didn't curse at you, she didn't spit on you, all these things, you escalating, they're not. Drive-through workers, gas station workers are not your um, punching bags. They're not going to let you, and that's not cute. You throwing shit out the window, you screaming at a drive-through worker, circling around about being rude to these people, that does not make you look cute. 
newsflash, ding, 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 breaking. That's not cute. I don't, give the, I don't give a fuck about the situation. I don't care. I don't care. It's not cute. It makes you look disgusting. You look crazy, bitch. Arguing with a bitch about a McFlurry. If you don't take your ass on some goddamn wire, go to, go, to, go to Checkers. Go to Rallies. You know they open. What did I do, Sammy? I need to go. But please, please, niggas, go get help. Right now. Don't, don't delay. Open this tab. Find a therapist near you, a teletherapist, a, a free therapist. See if your job has some kind of mental health program that you can talk to. Go talk to, talk to Jesus. He cares. Okay? Me, a McDonald's worker, I'm not going to raise nothing but your blood pressure. Okay? Fucking with me. Bitch, if you throw a drink on me, bitch, you're a dead bitch, okay? When it can all be fixed. I've never worked at a drive-thru, right? You know, but I can imagine it's a stressful job. It's a thankless job. And for niggas to come in there who got awards for murder, to take the time to come and argue, throw drinks in my face about their fry temperature, is ridiculous. Nigga, I would give you I'll, a dollar, I'll give you five dollars if I if you leave me the fuck alone. That's how I feel about it. Leave a comment below. That's the show. I love y'all very much. I'm getting really fucking t- irritable right now. I will see y'all next week. Well, well, thank you for your patience, your time. Mwah. Bye.